to Showgirl Sunday Dinner, the weekly sparkly burlesque podcast about three black showgirls living, loving, and training in San Diego from an unapologetically black femme perspective. I am Butter Love, California's chocolate butter babe. I am Sepia Jewel, the seductress of slang. And I am Twerlisha Divine, the black gold goddess. Thank you all so much for accepting our invitation to dine and dish with us. Now, grab a plate and have a seat at the table because you're about to get served. Stripper or burlesque dancer? It's all the same to Detroit's grand dam of the striptease, Tony Elling. Welcome to Showgirl Sunday Dinner! (laughs) We're back! everywhere so now I can get a hoodie with Showgirl Sunday Dinner logo on it. Absolutely. So we're super excited that we have a new merchandise line out. Please go to our website www.showgirlsundaydinner.com click on the merch tab. Please purchase the merch and help us out support the show so that we can keep bringing you the amazing content. We have so many plans going forward of things that we want to bring to you, not just this podcast. We have some other things that we would love to do, but we need some financial support in order to do that. So please uh, show us some love and buy some merch. Okay, so I know a lot of times my mind is just cluttered with adult things that I need to do, and there's, you know, too many decisions to make, like, how do I make the sandwich, and, you know, and my mind just shuts down, and I'm overwhelmed and frustrated, and I know when I, I lose, like, little things, like, I will lose my keys. My, mm. I will lose my keys. My keys may end up being on the coffee table right in front of me, and I will lose my keys Aww. all the time. I left my keys in the ignition of my car mm. overnight, mm. and it's a good thing I live on a cul-de-sac that no one really yeah. comes down. And one time I did it with the car running, mm. and oh I didn't know. Yes. So what I do is I like hook them to my purse and I lost the the little hook that I had to my purse for like about two weeks now. So Mm. I've been not knowing where my keys were (laughs) in my purse. But my slay affirmation of the week is slay the hell out of attaching your keys to your purse. It's helpful because I feel you. I can never find my keys or my phone. I'm always losing them. Yesterday, I was so distracted because I was at school and I was doing all this stuff. And I left my phone in the cafe at school. Mm. So, thank God I have good karma. I went back and my phone was there. I'm going to piggyback on your slave perspiration. (laughs) I can't pronounce it. (laughs) Slave perspiration. 
Be present. You ladies are not being present. Mm-hmm. Right. You know why I do? Because I think we've all been locked out mm-hmm. of our cars and house, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. A couple months ago, well, I was about to pick you up. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. From the airport. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was, it was like 30 years yes. before I would pick her up. And I was like thinking so fucking mm-hmm. ahead. I closed the door. My keys are not far. Right. And I closed my door. And as soon as I closed, I was like, fuck. And I looked at the clock. I was like, fuck. I was like, please, manager, be there. She was there, helped the sister out. And from that moment on, like, as I'm closing the door, I say to myself, my keys are in my hand. hand. Yeah. There's a little reminders like that. Be present. You see what's going on. You know, because we are just like. So I would challenge you ladies and everyone else, be present. Those kind of things won't happen. Because we are, our minds Mm -hmm. are really gone. Have you been driving your car and you're like just coasting and you like. Your mind just somewhere else. And you're like, how did I get home safely? I remember like, you know, switching lanes. I mean, it's just, you're just in autopilot, Mm -hmm. right? I've I've done that and been like. (laughs) Have you done that? Thinking about people talking about texting and driving. Yeah, I'm fucking thinking about driving. I've done that at this one particular stop sign when I get off the freeway, and I've done that, and I've just been at the stop sign, Uh, just like chilling. I forgot, right? So, and that's the thing that comes. And my ass come behind you, So, so what I try to do in those occasions when Mm -hmm. I lose my keys or whatever. And I'm, I'm a little frustrated then, but then I think, okay, well, you know what? I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wasn't supposed to be someplace right. at that particular time. Right. So sometimes you just need to slow down. Yeah. So if it takes you just simply slaying, putting your keys on your purse or wherever you normally do it, just as simple as that mm-hmm. to, to keep so you have that in order and you know the virgo organized person in me your keys have a home when i come home my keys have a home they go to the same place every day because i know where it's at so your keys need us home in your purse or wherever you put it at you know like keep that mm-hmm. method up but you you realize that's, a slave, that's the yeah. whole slave yeah, thing but, yeah but you realize i'm a pisces and that's two fish going in different direction dreaming and you know <laughs> mysterious so mm-hmm. yeah i'm a leah i don't know what my fucking excuse uh, is i'm just a hot fiery mess i'm just saying everything has its home so your keys has its place yeah, and you're right you know yeah. that's just a yeah. na- that's natural yeah, to so me. yes you know that's so what that's i've been suit. trying to do I hook them on my purse, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as I take them out the ignition, mm-hmm. I hook them on my purse Smart. and I do the alarm with it on my purse yeah. so that I don't leave them in there with the ignition going and stuff. It's the little things, people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slay that. Okay. Now we're going to roll into our early biz of the week. This week, we have decided to highlight an amazing performer. She is the cyclone of burlesque, Miss Redbone. Woo! Yes! Okay. Because she slays. 
Yeah. She slays in so many different ways, but tonight we're talking about her Glam Jam. Glam Jam is an all-natural glitter lotion stick that is handmade by Redbone, so you can get Redbone essence on your whole body, okay? Mm-hmm. Just And you want that. Who doesn't want some Redbone on their body? This highly nourishing... Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That was terrible. That's okay. Inappropriate, inappropriate, inappropriate. Okay. Um, (laughs) This highly nourishing, easy to apply roll-on contains cocoa butter, shea butter, coconut oil, and glitter. Okay? Glitter. Glam Jam Glotion for your motion. (laughs) Comes in pink, iridescent, gold, copper, and nude. Uh, She also has a ash bash. The moisturizer without the glitter and then also uh, the strip whip which is a creamier version of the ash bash if you are looking for some moisturizer from an amazing performer mm-hmm. then go on over to glamjam.rocks by redbone yep and you need that the ash because <laughs> no one wants to see a performer looking like uh... they've been kicking in flour Especially yeah. <laughs> no, if you a brown promise. girl like us. Yes, do not yes. go on stage looking ashy man. No, no, no. And you don't have to because Redbone has fixed your life. Yeah. Okay. Moisturize your situations. Exactly. And glitter at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a multi-purpose. You're 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 multitasking. Yep. Getting rid of the ash and you're glitterizing. Yep. Only glitter, no kicking flowers. Yes. So, our sepia souls section is how to think out of the box when you can't afford rhinestones and you want some sparkle. I love trim. Mm. When I go into the store and there's a whole bunch of trim, it's like Toys R Us for me. I like trim in upholstery stores because they'll have ribbons and beads and tassels and all that. And it's easier to put on Mm -hmm. than gluing on all those rhinestones that you know I don't like to glue on, but I find (laughs) out that it's therapeutic. But you will get different dimensions because you can combine trims. I like combining a chainette fringe with a beaded trim and then maybe another trim on top. I go overboard sometimes. It looks dope as hell. You can use buttons because there's beautiful buttons Mm -hmm. and you don't have to glue those on. You can sew them on. You can use individual sequins i made this one skirt i used large safety pins there's all kinds of crafting things that you can use besides rhinestones to make an impact on your costume Mm -hmm. and jewelry and jewelry yes Mm -hmm. recycle go to the 99 cent store Mm -hmm. go to the thrift store Mm -hmm. i was in burlington coat factory and i just happened to be I don't know why, but in the, in the Christmas section, and they had this beautiful runner that 
had all these beaded appliques and whatever and the runner was like $19.99 but you could cut it up. Mm. It was so perfect that you could have pasties already mm. made. So look to different things. Go in your linen section of the store. Some towels may have some stuff on there that you can use. Think outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> Think outside the box. Yep, Absolutely. for sure. So that's our CPSOs. Think outside the box. week you guys definitely showed us some love so we're so excited Yay! thank you glitter 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 okay <laughs> so our first letter is from von bella Woo! yes we live for her she's yes. gorgeous dancer and pinup model she's so beautiful uh, we take class with her. So she says, ladies, your podcast is so inspirational and motivational to me. My name is Von Bella, and I'm a student at Glitter Tribe Studios. The reason you ladies inspire me is because ever since I left the military, I struggled to find a place or a sense of belonging again. It sounds strange, but for so many years, I used to feel like I could not connect with the world after the military. Once I discovered the amazing world of burlesque and met you ladies and other Glitter Tribe babes, I felt as if my soul woke up again. Hmm. My inner creative adventure came back to me. I found a world where anybody, even a shy, socially awkward me, could shine, along with other women who empower and support each other without judgment. I came out of my shell. I felt sexy and confident. For the first time, I began to let go of insecurities I had about my body. I began to love myself more. Also, being a busy mom, I found something for me. I found a way to cope with depression from past and present, and I finally got the opportunity to learn to dance. Watching you ladies dance so gracefully and exude sexuality and beauty is freaking magical. Wow. (laughs) Right? When we're going across the floor and we can't figure out what the hell we're doing. Okay. okay. He's messing up. Everyone's knocking the sign off the wall. That poor sign. I'm totally googly eyed when I watch you ladies dance. Oh, wow. It took a lot of courage for me to write this email, but I just want to let you know that I look up to you ladies and the Glitter Tribe instructors. I don't talk much in class and I still don't know everyone. But I just wanted to voice that you all have had such a positive impact in my life. Just by me being around you all and learning from everyone. So thank you. I hope I'm not being too weird. Not at all. Girl. No, no, no. We're all weird. Okay. Okay. Weird AF. Um, It's like God wanted me to listen in. This podcast has motivated me. Mm. Right? Even more to not think, just do. Mm-hmm. I needed a push to not doubt myself so much, and you ladies made my day when I listened in. Thank you. You are also beautiful and amazing women. Keep slaying. Love, Von Bella. Thank you, Von Bella. I can't wait to see you at church. She is so sweet. <laughs> she is so sweet. Yes. I just, I can't. And there is nothing awkward about you, ma'am. No. Okay. We have watched you. Yes. You are. She just gracefully just like. Slays. Yes. Just completely slays. So thank you so much for that. We love you. The next message is from 
the fiercest taco to ever <laughs> yes. grace the stage, <laughs> Miss Lucy May. Okay. Yes! Woo! Hey, girl, hey. Yeah. So this is why she's a real one, because listen to the way this message starts. <laughs> okay. Hello, ladies. First of all, <laughs> yes, my favorite. First of all, let me start by saying that y'all are so freaking adorable and I love listening to you all. I was telling Kina how when I listened and y'all were laughing about something, I laughed too and giggled and responded. When I realize I'm not actually physically part of the conversation, it gets awkward. No, it doesn't. No. Because I've been talking to myself all the time. <laughs> LOL, but nonetheless, I love the show and I'm thankful for the conversations. I wanted to send you an idea to chat about, which okay. is the makeup aspect of burlesque okay. oh. on and off stage. Hmm. Last segment, it was about self-care. And for me, sometimes doing my makeup and hair for something as simple as work or going to the post office is self-care. <clears throat> it gives me a boost when I'm feeling extremely down. Maybe also talking about what it means to wear makeup certain ways that are out of the norm. I hear a lot of negative talk about how makeup is worn and by who. And it's interesting that there is this hegemonic rule of how makeup is not only gendered, but is policed. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. It totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Y'all are rocking XOXO. Thank you. Love you, Lucy May. Our favorite taco. (laughs) (laughs) How do you guys feel about makeup and wearing makeup in unconventional ways? I'm trying to think what's considered unconventional. We're kind of like, well, I don't know. I guess we're different. When I see eclectic makeup, like I follow a few girls who be wearing their makeup in colorful ways. And these are black girls, you know, and they're killing it. And I'm following them because I get inspired. I don't feel like it's for me or I haven't gotten to that place yet. But I'm like, I'm here for self expression on and off stage. I I like that too. And like you said, I like seeing. Especially when I see really dark girls mm-hmm. with just bright, vibrant mm-hmm. makeup that is different. Yeah. They just look beautiful. So you know at that moment that they just feel beautiful. Yeah. I want to experiment with other things. I don't like makeup tutorials, though, mm-hmm. because I'm like, okay, now I'm not putting all that stuff on yeah, my face. Anyway, I don't, need, I don't need contour. My cheeks are already, you know. You just take so, bits and Yeah, so <laughs> I'll watch them to a certain extent, and mm-hmm. then I'll get bored because I do have a short attention span. Another thing she said, it is important. Brush your teeth, put some makeup on, whatever it is that you do that's minimal. Me, I have to have mascara. Yes, I lashes. Um, I may not do lipstick. I may not do anything, but I have to have mascara on. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever makes you feel like when you look in the mirror and you're like, okay, I look okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am a sucker for lashes. I just, I'm like you. Mascara is my favorite makeup to put on. Mm-hmm. If I don't do anything else, mascara and some clear gloss, and I feel like okay. you know I can take on the world. <laughs> But I love false eyelashes so mm. much. Ugh, I can't get on stage without false eyelashes mm. on. It's part of my personal transformation. I Me put too. my eyelashes on and I'm like, it's on. Like, <laughs> right. The eyelashes are on. It's about to, it's Don't about to go on my hair. Okay? Twirlish is in full effect. I'm wearing eyelashes. Don't do me. I think makeup is for everyone. Whether you be mm. femme, mask, 
non-conform right mm-hmm. and, and, i mean makeup is for everybody so i live for seeing Do you? exactly yeah. and it'll fucking enhance you. whatever you want to mm-hmm. en- enhance yes. so yeah and for those who are i know there's some people who are afraid of makeup mm-hmm. right we've all been there have fun with it start where you at like over the years i've gotten better my wing eyeliner like mm-hmm. i be lit at home i'm like i got this because <laughs> i've been doing it for a very long time yeah. so but trust me i have some wonky ass <laughs> so before, eyeliner before our show do you practice how you want to do your makeup for the, the absolutely act not that you're gonna i do? wish I in my mind sometimes. i'm like yeah i'm gonna do my hair i'm I guess social anxiety. It is a social mm-hmm. thing when you are in class. I know for me, I get scared mm-hmm. sometimes to go to class. As long as I've been taking dance classes, it can be problematic going okay. to class. Especially when it's a new class. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know who's going to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to be received. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's definitely social anxiety that comes from, from taking class. All you can do is just be yourself. Know that you're there as a function of bettering yourself and regardless of what happens the purpose of being in class is to learn something and to better yourself so even if you feel like you're not doing well or you know you're not sure how you're being perceived or judged by the other dancers in the room at the end of the day who gives a fuck you're there for yourself walk in there and know that you're there and you're there to better yourself no matter what happens do you think it varies maybe like class to class it was still coming you saying before at one studio you feel like you're going on an audition yeah another studio was found like no this is where i belong yeah you know so that does that probably play into a factor the social anxiety aspect i think so i think the mm-hmm. culture of the studio that you're in is or very important or the or the class mm-hmm. because in a studio different classes within that studio have different vibes mm-hmm. so i think you just need to find where you feel comfortable and that's going to be different for or everybody bring a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and also <clears throat> congratulate yourself um, that you just made it to the class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, those little small goals. Mm-hmm. You made it to the class. You 
participated. No matter how you feel, you know, you did, you have to start somewhere and you have to, like Butter said, you have to be fucking gentle to yourself. So that's a place to practice being gentle to yourself. I haven't had experience so much in social anxiety personally. Um, Because when I go to dance classes, in my experience, I'm not... No say I don't go there to make friends. I'm just there to get what I need to get. And I'm not there to socialize. But, you know, if you choose to do that, that's fine, too. Mm -hmm. If you're not feeling it or it doesn't resonate with you or whatever vibes you're getting. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you know, I did like it. I came to the class. Mm -hmm. I was being present. But you you came so you can't be hard on yourself. And it may take you a couple of times. Because with me, when... I first go to a class or something. I generally don't talk to people I I don't know. Right. So I'm there. I'm I'm nervous, and then I'm I'm thinking, okay, am I gonna remember this stuff? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna uh, keep up? I think but everyone's then, nervous most yeah, of the time. So everyone is nervous. You just have to concentrate on just the little things. Yes. I made it here. Mm-hmm. That's your goal. I made it to the class. I'm there. The next time, it'll be easier. So it's still just a process. That's why it's a class. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Our DZF fact for today is Tony Elling. She was billed as America's foremost sepia singing DZS, a black woman in a profession dominated by whites. She counted among her friends band leader Duke Ellington. Elling, who took her stage name from her friend and confidant Duke Ellington. Ellington told her he composed Satin Doll with her in mind. And that's where she got her stage name, the Satin Doll. Beautiful. And Miss Tony Elling is... Still teaching everyone her about her journey. She was at BurleyCon this year. Yes. Um, and I know I saw on Facebook that Egypt Black Nile mm-hmm. was requested <laughs> to her room. Yeah. Um, oh. And so she is still, you know, spreading joy. And, and beautiful. Beautiful. Because, yes. you know, Black Don't Crack. Okay, so snap that. <laughs> yep. Amen. So yes to our living legend, yes. Tony Elling. Yes. So our burlesque babe, who has a PhD in slayology, is the simmering bronze beauty Simone Del Mar. She's a dancer and producer who've acted in dance and productions ranging from commercials to music videos, implementing hip hop, ballet, and jazz. Today, she focuses primarily on burlesque, serving a sweetheart sex appeal. Mm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> As one of the few Black burlesque performers in LA, Simone Damar is proud to help lead the expansion of burlesque to a variety of audiences. Amen. Yes. yes. Since 2012, Simone Damar proudly produces 
boudoir burlesque in Los Angeles. Believing that everyone needs a place to begin their journey, she casts first-time performers in every show. That is fucking what's up. (laughs) We all need a place to start, so that's that's beautiful. Simone Damar has slayed stages all over Cali and was crowned the 2016 Ambassador Queen of Bronze Beauties of Burlesque by the 2016 Queen of Burlesque, Poison Ivory. Woo! Yes! Mm. To learn about and see more of this lovely bronze beauty, check her site at simonedelmar.com and Simone is spelled... S-I-M-O-N-E and that's Delmar D-E-L-M-A-R and same name on Instagram Samel Delmar We love you Simone! Yes we do! Congratulations on being our PhD in Slayology! Yes! Now we're going to roll into our Dine and Dish segment. And tonight we are going to munch on some backstage behavior and class etiquette things. We have things that we want to talk about with you guys about etiquette and behavior. Be professional all the time. Mm -hmm. But also I think we need to just make sure that we're very clear about what that means. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because some people who might be new to coming into the classroom experience might not know what class etiquette is or how you're supposed to behave backstage at a show. Mm -hmm. In my training, the biggest lessons I was always taught from the time I was a small child is never ever stand in front of an instructor or cross in front of an instructor when you're learning things across the floor. Hmm. Never ever interrupt an instructor and never critique or correct another student in class. That's the instructor's job, Hmm. not yours as a student. And also, no talking. Hmm. Pay attention to what the instructor is saying. Hmm. Burlesque classes are an hour. Traditional dance classes are about an hour and a half, right? It's not that long. Right. Pay attention to what the teacher is saying and don't talk while the teacher is talking. When the instructor is talking, you're supposed to be paying attention and listening. Mm-hmm. That's how you learn. Yeah, because I know if people are just by me, just idly talking while we're waiting in line, I can be distracted and sometimes I really need to see mm-hmm. what's going on so that I can get this step because sometimes I, I'm older so my brain works a little slower <laughs> and my pickup isn't as quick as it used to be so I need that time even though I don't mind people talking like you said don't talk when the instructor is talking because that gets confusing for the other people in the class I know I like can pick up stuff sometimes better if I'm on like the right side and then sometimes I can pick up if I'm on the left side of the instructor. Just because this person is standing on this side and you usually stand there, that you need to you need to stand there. You no, know, you need to fit in where where you where get in. <laughs> get in where you fit in. <laughs> There's you don't have a spot. Yeah. You don't own a piece of the room. Find a place to stand and don't obstruct other people's view. 
I see this a lot. Someone will stand right in front of someone Mm -hmm. else. You have to have spatial awareness to be able to see where you are in the room Mm -hmm. and just kind of make windows so everyone can see the instructor. Yeah. The mirror sometimes is a blessing and a curse. You don't want to get too wrapped up in looking in the mirror. Mm -hmm. It's a reference point, Mm -hmm. but everyone should be able to see the instructor. What about backstage? I don't have much critique on the classroom etiquette because I've had, you know, fair Mm -hmm. experiences. But backstage, it could be a different scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I have two instructors that said some of their little tips on (laughs) on being in the classroom. And and they touched on some of the stuff that you and I said about talking and that it's disrespectful when... A teacher is correcting someone and you try to correct them too. And the teachers don't mind you asking as many questions as you want. There's Mm -hmm. no stupid questions um, because you're there to to learn. And they know if you're asking questions, then they're engaging you um, in the class. And the other thing, um, like we touched on too, about you don't have a spot. Yeah. You didn't. It's not like a parking space. Right. You don't. You don't have a spot. Yeah. Everyone can be where they want to be. Don't get an attitude. As soon as you come in the door, leave your drama outside yeah. the door. You really be fighting over spots, or like be trying to claim. Well, and then will you? You'll get this. I guess it's like just look yeah. or you oh, know shit. feel sometimes. I know that when it comes to classrooms, like you know we in community college or whatever, yeah, it's, like it's your same. spot. Really, it's the same. It is. People get territorial yeah. about the space, mm-hmm. uh, especially yeah. if a new person comes into class. Sometimes you can catch people kind of giving people like, well, "Who is she and why?" Uh, like, that's my spot. Like, you don't have a spot. Like <laughs> you, no. you don't have a spot. It's and not the way any of this works. Mm. Also. The instructors that I'm I'm referring to teach burlesque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they also teach other forms of dance, but as far as burlesque goes, they said when you come into the class, be open-minded. Yeah. You know, this is a safe space for you to feel free to be however you want to be. If you know you do a move and you end up giggling, then that that's fine. Yeah. If you you know, touch yourself, That that's fine. The space is for you to be, you know, just exactly who you are. Right. And be prepared. Be to class on time. Yeah. Um, if this class requires you to wear heels, bring your heels. All, I always bring my knee pads because <laughs> even when I'm just stretching, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um. Bring your gloves. Be prepared. Yeah. You know, because that that in itself is disrespectful to the teacher. You're not being prepared. Right. You're not taking it it's serious. Don't think that if an instructor is giving you personal attention and correcting you that it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's a good thing because they may see potential in you that you don't even really know that you have. Right. But who who doesn't want personal attention, right? right? So, um, and how are you supposed to get any better if you're never getting any feedback or being corrected on your form? Exactly. That's the whole reason why the teacher is there and why you're taking the class so that you can improve. And improve means you need to be corrected if you're 
or enhanced. A correction is not necessarily something to put you down. It's something to enhance you as an artist. And you're going to school to learn. So, I mean, you wouldn't be there if you didn't need to learn something. And you can learn something new every day. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. One of the instructors has this rule for backstage etiquette. And she calls it on the bricks rule. Mm -hmm. And that is from the moment that you get to the venue and you step onto the venue that you don't talk smack about anyone involved in the show Mm. or the venue, sound crew, stage, kitten, nothing until the moment you are back in your car with the doors closed Mm. because you never know who's around you, who knows what, who's in, you're talking smack in the Mm -hmm. stall in the bathroom and somebody's friend is right there. Mm -hmm. And, um... It's not professional. It's rude. And if you're lucky enough to be in this show, that's not a way to show gratitude for for being in this position or for them, if it's a paid show, for them paying you. They're not paying you to talk smack about other people. They're paying you because... You are a performer that they like what you did. So be all that on the on the stage and off the stage. Also, it's just the surest way to get, you know, to make sure that you're not booked again. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. If you're someone who's constantly bringing negativity into the space and running your mouth about other folks, mm-hmm. it's not going to be something that producers want to deal with or work with in the long term. So. Yeah. It's just best to keep that stuff out of the theater um, and out of the space. So, yeah. And again, like we stated before, once you step into the venue, you're transforming. Mm -hmm. So part of that, do you want part of your transformation to be negative talk about other folks? Are you getting yourself prepared to go slay the stage? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and if your character is a diva, that doesn't mean that you have to be a a bitchy diva, Mm -hmm. you know, because then that's really going to make you not be invited back too. because everyone, everyone that's backstage is getting ready in their kind of way. And that just makes the environment kind of toxic and no one can be prepared to do what they need to do. And backstage needs to be a safe space for everybody. Yeah. You know, Uh backstage, a lot of times it's small back there. Yeah. There isn't a whole ton of room. Oh yeah. You know, everybody's trying to get ready. Mm -hmm. You have to be considerate Mm -hmm. of each other. Mm -hmm. There are things that you can do to kind of facilitate that. Try and come to the venue with your face beat as much as you can. Mm Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have a mirror in your bag mm-hmm. so that you can put your makeup on so that you're not all crowded around the same space. Mm-hmm. Also, just like in class, you don't have a spot backstage. Hello. No, you don't. Okay? Like, you get in where you fit in, and again, you're sharing the space with other performers. You need to be considerate of everyone else in the space. Mm-hmm. So and their belongings. Exactly. Too. So don't touch anybody's stuff. Don't move anybody's stuff. If it's not yours, don't put your hands on it. If it's... In a place that you need access to, then ask who those things belong to so that that person can facilitate moving them out of the way. Because you don't want to step on other people's toes and you don't want to be moving other people's stuff. You know, backstage, especially like you don't know if that's somebody's outfit that's sitting there for a quick change. 
and then you move it mm-hmm. and, you and know, then you, they don't know where it is right because the lights may be down low or that's just just don't touch anything that's not mm-hmm. yours mm-hmm. and be considerate of the fact that we're all like everyone is trying to get ready in a small space and you have to be considerate of everybody's space mm-hmm. yeah and know that every venue you go to you may not even really have a dressing yeah. room i have been in shows like when i did the parade in san diego mm-hmm. with this other group we changed in the alley oh yeah absolutely. so you have mm-hmm. to be able to adapt yeah, and so place. having yourself as prepared as possible it, it's less stress on you mm-hmm. because when they say, okay, well, the show's going to start in 15 minutes, but you haven't even had your makeup on. And so now you and you're the second performer. Yeah. Now you're rushing and you put more stress on yourself and you put stress on the stage manager because the stage manager is checking to make sure, okay, well, are are these performers ready to go on so that the show can go smoothly? Right. Um, because if you don't go on time, then the next person's not going to go on time yeah. and it's going to affect the audience because they're going to be like, well, why is there this lag? <laughs> and whoever the MC is is going to have to make up for all that. Right. So everything affects everyone backstage. And also usually for a lot of... For a lot of shows, somebody's calling time backstage. Mm-hmm. So calling time means that they're stating how long before the show starts. Mm-hmm. For me, I have a personal rule that I like to be ready by half hour. So when half hour is called, I like to be ready or very close to ready. Mm-hmm. I am always ready when they call 15. Period. Point blank. That's it. I don't want to be thinking about me getting ready. At that point, my transformation is complete. I am now ready to go out on the stage and be my character. Mm-hmm. I'm in that meditative space. I can't be worried about putting on eyelashes when oh. it's about time to go on stage. <laughs> That's a terrible position to put mm-hmm. yourself into. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person that sweats. So if I'm coming into the theater and I know I have a heavy tech ahead of me, like we're going to have to rehearse something several times before we're going to be able to go backstage and get ready. Earlier today, Sepia had a great tip. We were talking and she was saying that if you're coming into the space and you know you have a hard tech ahead of you, I know for me, I sweat a lot. So mm-hmm. if I have to rehearse something several times, me doing my full face of makeup is probably not the best idea because half of it's going to end up on a towel. Mm-hmm. So I will put my eye makeup on first mm-hmm. before I get to the theater and then put the rest of my makeup on. So Sepia was talking about that as a suggestion and it's a great idea to do you don't have to beat your entire face before you get there but because eye makeup and lashes and all that kind of stuff can take a lot longer your foundation and all that stuff takes less time so if you put it on before you get to the theater then that's gonna maximize your efficiency to get ready oh i have another pet peeve (laughs) when you're in a group number we're backstage and we may be rehearsing and there's always that one person that you can't find them and they're gone somewhere um and then when you know the stage manager tells you okay you're you're on next and everyone should be standing right there ready to go on and that person is not there and they go on before you in the choreography and okay you know i wish they would come on and the the director of the group or the teacher or whatever 
They don't have time to be policing who's in line. Yes. They put you in that piece because they knew you would do what you're supposed to do. Yes. And what you're supposed to do is be over there by the curtains right. when it's time to go on yeah. or be there rehearsing with your group and not adding stress. Yes. Don't be that person. Mm-hmm. Don't be the fan of the opera. Mm. Yes. Be present. Like, yes. Like be present. present. <laughs> but pay attention mm-hmm. to the order of the show. Yeah. You need to be with mm-hmm. your folks and like visible to the stage manager like two acts before you're supposed to hit the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't be running around like uh, like not cognizant of what's going on or what's going on with the show order. order. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And no. the show order is always posted in several places. Yes. No, I sometimes, because I'll forget. Take a picture. Um, I'll keep going back to make oh, sure. Yeah. Ma- know who's in front of you. Oh, yeah. Know who's behind you. Yeah. Know, yeah. know not just the one person in front of you, but the person in front of them. Yeah. So that you can be prepared to right. be there on time so that the show runs well. Yeah. And if you're in a group number and there's somebody that you don't like in there, leave that shit at home yeah. because you're there to do a good show. It's not about your personality or you guys had an argument yeah. because she got you this uh Starbucks green tea instead of black tea, you know. (laughs) It's not about that now. Now it's about you being that different person and going on the stage. And I was about to say, that's not a part of the choreography. Exactly. That shouldn't be back there. Exactly. Exactly. Backstage, it shouldn't be on stage. Mm -mm. Leave that shit at home. Mm -mm. Y'all can work that out later. That affects everyone backstage. Everyone gets ready differently i'm kind of quiet some people are talkative you know and but everyone gets ready differently and if someone is sitting there going through their routine Mm -hmm. and you're just going fucking back crazy back there you're disruptive and i personally would be like okay well you know bye right (laughs) yeah it's true it's you have to have respect for everyone that's back there and for everyone and what they need to do to get themselves together to get out on the stage. You cannot center yourself in that moment. You center yourself for yourself, but you can't expect everyone else back there to center you. You have to be cognizant that everybody is doing what they need to do to get ready to go on. So, yeah, just... Be nice, be respectful, be mindful of everyone in class yeah. and, and backstage and on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, be um, humble and courteous. Yes. And when you're dancing with other people, dance with them. You know, stop trying to out, <laughs> out slay each mm-hmm. other on the stage. It's so <laughs> apparent when people are doing that. And it's so <laughs> annoying to me because. I'm sure that that wasn't the choreographer's intent when they Mm. put you all together and did this Mm. choreography. And you walk out on the stage and it becomes like this. (laughs) Why is this girl? Oh, her arms are swinging hard. Why is this one going all like this? And And you're wrong. Like, it's not about you or whatever issues you guys might have Mm -hmm. with each other or whatever that is. You need to drop that and Mm -hmm. get out on stage and be a professional and do what you're supposed to do. 
Because nobody cares about why you're fighting. The mm-hmm. audience came there to be entertained, not to see whatever episode of fucking Housewives of Burlesque <laughs> y'all, y'all exactly, are personally going exactly. through. Like, nobody asked for that. That was okay. not on the fucking program, okay? <laughs> so just take your ass out on the stage mm-hmm. and do what you're supposed to do and go home. Yeah. I literally have had teachers say to us, like, I don't give a fuck. Fight after. Like, y'all need to fight, then fight after. But while you're in here, you're going to act like you have some sense and do this choreography. Like, you need to go outside and cuss, holler, scream, then that's what you do. But when you're in here, Mm -hmm. do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because you never know what a performer is going through before they go on stage. They could have just had a traumatic experience, but then they go on stage and they play that out on stage and they give it all to the audience. So... People need their peace mm, backstage. Absolutely. absolutely. Especially since so many of us are using this in different... Re- so many of us are using this for different reasons as a therapeutic process. Yeah. It needs to be a safe space back there. Yes. I will say over the times, over since I've been performing, I've come to recognize what kind of backstage person I am. Because some people are high energy. I'm like, mm. if you don't shut the fuck up <laughs> and sit down, you yeah. know, and people get drink, you know, they drink, they get mm-hmm. hyped. And, you know, then up the other half of us, we're nervous as fuck. Mm-hmm. We're like rehearsing yes. moves in yeah. our mind, yeah. music in our cues. And like the people who are on tens, you're just like, all right, can you just chill till, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, they have the right to be excited and in yeah. their mode because everyone have their own has their own way. Yeah, and that's to be respected, but just be also mindful of others. Um, mm-hmm. My in my for me, my backstage etiquette. Um, I'm just mindful of uh, folks' costumes. Yes, and yes. Um, you know people are getting ready, so there's makeup. You know, sometimes there's drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on backstage, and people put a lot of time into their costumes and money. And just being respectful of people's belongings. And if you are drinking, you know, maybe keep it away from the garments or, mm-hmm. you know, certain parts of the backstage. Um, so that would be my um, suggestion with backstage uh, behavior or etiquette, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you borrow my scissors, <laughs> give me my scissors back. Get her shit you back. Know, <laughs> if you <laughs> give me my scissors back, if if you if if you know, I you say, oh, do you have any extra, you know, pasty tape? And I give mm-hmm. you my box. Give me my box back. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. If I give you my box and there's like three pieces in there, okay, you know, mm-hmm. right. That that's one thing, but give me my box back, or if you see where my stuff is, put it put it back there. Yeah. But but, and we all sometimes like in the hectic helter skelter of life, you forget certain mm-hmm. things, and you need to ask yeah. a fellow performer to borrow something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a try and have your stuff packed the night before, so that you're not throwing things in a bag the day that you're going to the show, and then borrowing stuff mm-hmm. from everybody. Yeah. You don't want to be that person that is always backstage having to borrow stuff because then people are going to be like, "Girl, can you please get it together?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but if you do borrow something from someone, be gracious about asking and mm-hmm. make sure yes. that you give that person their stuff back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And don't use all their stuff. 
Yeah, and if and if you ask someone to borrow something and for whatever reason they say no, yeah, don't get upset yeah. with them. They may not have any more. They may that it may be special to them yes. for whatever kind of way. Don't get mad at them. You should have had your own, own shit. Stuff. Yeah. 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 Bring your own stuff. Then you don't, you know, you don't be prepared. Um in that that's what Butter said. Be prepared. Be present. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Get your shit together. <laughs> now we're rolling into our booked and busy segment. Sepia has a show coming up very soon. Yes, I do. I will be at. Sycamore Den for Burlesque Boogie Nights one year anniversary. Yes, congratulations! Whiskey and Fago Productions! Doing it! Doing it! Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's going to be a hell of a show. Of course, uh, Whiskey and Fuego will be there. Also, I will be there doing my little (laughs) 70s number. Coco Lamar, Valentina, Kixie Galore will be there. Um, And... You can dress up in your, they're really going out. They dress up in your 70s attire. Oh, yeah. I have, you know, Twilicia if you want. I have this 70s halter jumpsuit and Mm. I have this red afro wig. Sold. Okay. (laughs) You You only have to ask me once. I get to borrow. I got to figure out what I'm wearing. Um, You know, I'm just going to walk around and be Donna Summer all day. I don't know why you wouldn't. It's November 30th. Um, Be there on time. I say if you want a good seat, yeah. You need to be there like by eight o'clock. Yeah, and absolutely. The place lets you bring in order pizza from someplace else to eat, but yeah. they have all the old school beers. The first time I went there, I ordered a Colt Forty Five with Billy D. Williams on it. Uh, <laughs> wow! I did, and took a picture of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be like a seventies jam. They also have great cocktails there. Yes, they do. Last time I was there, the guest bartender made me a cocktail that was bourbon and honey and lemon juice. And it was amazing. It was so good. I don't know what else was in it, but it it was so good. I was like, I just want something with bourbon. And they hooked me up. Okay? Several times. Um, Anyway. And go to the ATM and get those dollars and tip people because there's going to be some fantastic performers there Mm -hmm. not that I'm you know I'm going to be there Mm -hmm. Um, tip a showgirl tip a showgirl they deserve it Okay, their you nipples you, are bedazzled. You, you, if, if you can't make it rain, make it mist. Sprinkle. Little white sprinkle. You know. All right, so. <laughs> Good Lord. Our final thoughts is to be present. 
ready yet? Be fucking present. Yes. Yes. Be fucking gentle with yourself and be fucking present. Yes. And another t shirt. (laughs) Yes. You can trademark it. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Be sure to tune in next week where we discuss burly bodies. We want to talk about body image and burlesque and how people body police folks and yes. the body pause movement, all of those things and how they affect us as showgirls. Mm-hmm. So please send us emails about, you know, your burly body journeys. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Like we said, we love sharing our platform with our dinner guests. So please keep the emails coming. We love the love. So that is showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And we look forward to talking and dining and dishing with you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. We everyone. love you. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Showgirl Sunday Dinner and on Twitter at SG Sunday Dinner. Use the hashtags hashtag Showgirl Sunday Dinner or hashtag SGSD so we can follow all the social media conversations happening in between notes. Visit our website www showgirlsundaydinner.com for more information on the showgirls, our upcoming performances, and booking inquiries. You can also always email us at showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com with questions, tips, advice requests, recipes, suggestions, advertising, or booking inquiries, etc. Last but not least, We cannot live on glitter and rhinestones alone. We need your help to keep serving all of this hot, burly goodness every week. You can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash showgirlsundaydinner if you want to donate monthly, plus get access to some of our spicier content. We also accept PayPal donations at www.paypal.me slash showgirl sunday dinner showgirl sunday dinner will drop every sunday evening at 6 p.m pacific standard time and will be available on itunes apple Podcasts, soundcloud and google play please share us with all of your friends on social media we hope that you are full and satisfied stay sparkly and we look forward to glittering dinner with you all next week